Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Afternoon to you. A wet one it is. That's okay. Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071 here on Hub Day. My Talk 1071's Listener Rewards. What's going on in April? Well, you can log in online or on a mobile device and become eligible for some really good prizes. You can enter to win Sarah Barella's tickets. Movie passes to see the new J-Lo movie, The Hustle, and also tickets to The Prince in concert on the big screen. A lot more going on. Get the app or go online and register with listener rewards at mytalk1071.com. All right. And I think uh, since you said Prince, I think uh, we should take the fifth caller. Oh, I already did that. Oh, you already did that? Yeah, yeah, I did it going into Hollywood speak. I thought it would be a good place. We didn't even hear you. Oh, that's okay. Well, Prince's family, I don't blame them. My gosh, I would want this Co-America Bank to be put out of order. It cost them a lot of money, haven't haven't they? They are wasting money. They do not agree with the, you know what? That would be the worst, not to trust your bank. They said that they have spent $45 million <gasps> on probate-related oh. admin expenses, Man. including a $10 million. million that Co-America was paid itself. They are hmm. frustrated three years after the brother's death. The estate is not ready to be Close, close. Wow. Three years. Jeez. So anyway, God, it like that's terrible. That's that they've been put in place by the court. So they are going to court to try and get this bank put out. Yeah, I would do. Uh, I, I would get too. That. that and they they seem to all be in agreement on it, which is a good first step, right? Yes, mm-hmm. I I love that first step. Okay, I do, so I do. Julia, yes, are, really, he's really more your man, but I also love him dearly, Martin Short. Oh, he's my I, husband. He is the most... <laughs> Don't in, you remember when we... Oh. Yeah, he's the That's most intoxicating oh. person on a couch. Charismatic. Oh, oh he's so... Brilliant, hysterical, he smart. He really is funny. He gives funny. the best couch because yes. he just comes out and... Starts giving you crap, and he was on Kimmel last yes, night. Yes, he was darling. He was absolutely darling. darling. And he came out right away with a cheating scandal joke and a USC joke. Yeah. came. I mean, he's just like firing on all cylinders, made a meal, you know, just like he I heard his a- live show isn't that great. The one that he does with, with Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Oh, I disagree. I, I'd have oh, to. Oh, did see. you see it, Danny? I, I saw it on Netflix. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, someone saw it and didn't think it was that great. No. I'd but, have to experience that in see- person. But we could watch it on Netflix. Yeah, we can. Okay. All right. So here he is uh, talking to Kimmel about uh, he has four passports. Do you think of yourself as a Canadian American or an American Canadian at this point? I would say life? I am a Canadian American. Mm-hmm. I actually have four passports, you know. I have a British passport and an Irish passport, but I was born and raised in Canada, and I'm proud American citizen. You have four passports? Yeah, I do. That's too many passports. No, I don't think so. I'd like to get more. I think, yeah, I'm sure you would, but that's got to be illegal, right? Can't no, you no, only no, I don't have think two? it's illegal. Not, not if you're famous. Is that right? Yeah. 
Not if you're famous. Hey, you have no idea how much money I had to bribe this guy to get my kids into community college. So, <laughs> it is tough out there. It is tough out there. And then he's sharing a conversation, and this happened, I believe, when I was on vacation, but I filed it away. I read about it, you know, at the airport on Sunday when I decided to catch up on all the gossip that happened without Mm -hmm. me. And I read about this thing and I was just like, oh my gosh. And of course it has to do with Amazon. One of the greatest things that I think I've ever seen is you've got this little like uh, Amazon device. It's a TV version of the Amazon Alexa. So you just, when you're working with Steve or whenever, you just say, drop in on Steve Martin. Drop and suddenly Steve, Steve will come and up. And he's there. It doesn't even ask it, his permission if no. we can look We're, in on him. No, and that's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Star Trek. It's like suddenly Steve's just right there. Oh, my God. And, you know, I've seen him, you know, without any clothes on. That's as white as anything you can get. <laughs> you know? He looks like, in the 80s, I think I once tried to snort him. You know? <laughs> Does he have He's this? like a human embodiment of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> but so but anyway, he's got this Amazon thing because these two are always I'm collaborating. You, I'm telling you. Did you guys cover the story that Amazon is employing thousands of people to listen to us? Uh, I, uh, yeah, I saw uh, the headline. I, I didn't know headline. where to go with it. Thousands I have, I of people collected my listening to on the fact. our Alexa conversation. I don't have one. Well, I unplug it. I unplug ours. They have everything about you. Because I'm just like, they don't need to be hearing everything. So I just, I unplug them. And I think Casey Wait might... Wait till Alexa has commercials. Oh. Because it has a camera and it sees you're out of paper towels. They employ a global <laughs> team to listen to what customers... Amazon, of course, says it's they're taking it. It's just random. And they're just trying to get Alexa to understand better. But Different, uh, different... Um, but accents. At the same yeah. time, I hope the bad guys have Alexa plugged in and they're caught that way. Th- there you go. There you go. Okay. So anyway. There you go. But how about that? No, I the, heard that. The, last time. I just thought, oh. Oh, my word. But it is kind of interesting because it reminds you, beat me up, Scotty, you know, where your body would. Yeah. All of a sudden, boom. But I mean, how invasive if someone could just look at you in your own house. I know. it Without you. I, I think he said though that the, there has to be a, it's welcome. An, they have an to agreement agree. from both yes. sides. Oh, yes, sure, of is. course, of course. That. But still, still, I hate the thought that someone's watching all of these. <gasps> okay, let's talk about. I did not. I for some reason thought that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Quentin Tarantino movie, was going to be in play at the Cannes Film Festival. Not necessarily that it would I just open. I it had a summer release. No, no, but, you know, the kickoff oh, or... I didn't think that, but okay. Oh, yeah, and Quentin Tarantino, the, the Cannes Film Festival, they would take, he would be, it would be a lock if he had a film, but apparently is not done being edited. Oh. It's all about the editing, yeah. Lori. I'm going to tell you this with Quentin life. Tarantino, it's all about the editing. I mean, Holly is over there, but I'm pretty sure he has always edited his, his own movies. He's acted as film editor on this, this movie. He does have somebody else, but certainly the Cannes Film Festival, if he had had that movie ready, they would have like, yes, Mr. Well, sure. Tarantino, right? Do you agree ready. with that? Well, I think that was initially what the plan was going That's to be. That's what I is thought. to have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood show and competition at Cannes. Not well, it's not happen. ready. Well, this not is ready. number nine of but only ten. And is that it? But this isn't good because the movie is coming out in August, is what I'm saying. Usually... 
they're behind. And now it's making me wonder how good the movie is. Guess what movie is going to premiere at the Cannes Film Festival? And I think it has 100% to do with all the money Bohemian Rhapsody made because the oh, guy who's... musical. Oh, yeah, Rocket Man. Rocket Giant, Man. Yeah. Rocket Man, uh, two weeks before it comes out in the U.S. And they are so hot on this movie because Dexter Fletcher, who stepped in for Brian Singer about a month before Bohemian Rhapsody, or maybe yeah. it was even three weeks to finish it off. And, is, but, is he the one who's directing this one? Yes. He wow. directed it from start to finish. Okay. So, and Elton John himself is a producer on the movie. Well, yeah. yeah. Why not get that producer right when it's your story right. and your music they're going to use? That and, makes just sense. And then the Jim Jarmusch Zomedy. Not Jim Jarmusch Zomedy. Zomedy. That's a new zomedy? word for a zombie comedy. It's a zomedy. Lori, I thought of um, that's a good the title. I was going to. The I, Dead I Don't of, Die is actually the movie that's opening the film. Yep. Donnie posted that. That looks like a, a hell of a zombie. Mm-hmm. No, zombie. Yeah, that's supposed to be. Zombie. Yeah. Zombie. Anyway, that is the one that's actually officially kicking off the uh, thing. So, you know, that movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, made so much money. It did. I mean, that... It Do was, you know what a scouse is? A scouse? Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right, you guys? Uh, it's scouse. Scouse? Yeah. Do you know what a scouse is? You've never heard of the scouse eyebrow? No. Is Holly in there, Donnie? No, yeah. she's here. Yeah, I'm here. Hey. Hi. <laughs> what is it? Scouse. scouse. Scouse is an accent. It's a Liverpool accent. Oh, I thought you might have read that. No, okay, I don't know. Okay, Scouse. That, that was a word we learned. So Jodie Comer from Killing Eve is from Liverpool, and she, she has, has a Scouse accent. A Scouse accent. Never heard that. That's yeah, a good I hadn't one heard it know. either. And there's the Scouse eyebrow, too, that Holly told us about. Okay. Oh, yeah. Are you excited about John Cusack? I love this news. I don't know that I love the story. Okay, well, Jillian Flynn. I know. It's a nine-part series that's going to be on Amazon called she Utopia. Wrote, she wrote Sharp Objects, Gone Girl, you know, we blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She's an amazing writer. She is. This is a, she's doing a remake of a British show. And John Cusack, this will be the first time we've seen him on I the little screen. I am thrilled to see John Cusack. I think he's so underrated. Same. I like him. He's one of the last great movie stars in his 50s who hasn't made an ass of himself. Yes, and who we don't know anything about, and we like it that way. Okay, it follows a group of young adults who meet online and then are hunted by a shadowy organization after they come into possession of a near-mythical Mythical. Cult, mythical, excuse me, cult underground graphic novel. And they realize the conspiracy theories in the comic pages may be real. Well, basically, this is Riverdale. And they have to solve the crime. Uh, but this is Riverdale. This is what we have going on with the Gargoyle King in Riverdale. This exact story. Are you line. still loving Riverdale? Well, it's off the air right now. I know, now. but did you love this season? Loved. Really? So good. Okay. Anyway, it is kind of riverdale Yes, of course. This comic book thing is really comes right. to light so it's called utopia we don't know when it's going to be on mm. but he's going to be a man with a brilliant biotech mind i can't wait and he wants to he change is, the world underrated. through science he I, is we haven't I seen him in him. anything i do miss him all right and what was Jimmy, that movie where he played the assassin that went to his high school reunion grassmore park wasn't it no, gross point gross point gross blank, point blank? Yeah, yeah gross that, point. Was, that was what i meant and of course say you anything. see do you know that you figure it out for me because I knew it was someplace in Michigan, but yeah. I couldn't think of the name of it. So I said Gossamer Park. Yeah, and I said Gross Point. Yeah. I know, we, we are, put we it function together. as one. We do. Yeah, basically. It's really pathetic, because <laughs> I knew you would get the clue. Well, that's how it works. Yeah. 
And and, and Grossmore Park was a gross. Grossmore Park was a gross point. Blank is the movie. Yeah, but there's also oh, a that's point. Gosford Park. Gosford Park is yeah, a movie. Yeah, that's a British movie. British yes. period, period costume piece, yes. drama. Yes. All right. Well, there we go. Okay. Yeah. All right. There. And Jimmy Smith is going to be in the movie adaptation of In the Heights. Oh. Lin Manuel Miranda's, oh. which uh, the crazy I didn't like rich. That. Did I? I didn't like that play. I never saw it. Oh, oh I, yeah. I saw it. I didn't it was see it. Good. You it. I didn't see it. I thought it was good. pretty good. Yeah, it's a it's a good show. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the guy who directed Crazy Rich Asians, John Chu, he's directing it, and Lin oh. Manuel Manuel Miranda or Miranda is in it. And anyway, Jimmy Schmitz, who knew hmm. he could be a hoofer and a singer? Well, I love that, and a dancer and a lover. No, we did know that. We did know that. Remember how good he Hill was as Gemma's lover on the last couple of seasons of Sons of Anarchy? Yes. yes he was yes. great. Speaking All right. of dancers and lovers, are you watching Fosse Verdon? I forgot to watch it I last haven't night. watched it okay. yet, Donnie. Was no. last night good, Donnie? Uh, oh, you don't like it. All I right, here we go. It's getting mixed reviews. Yeah, I'm, I'm so not bummed. crazy about it. All right, listen, yeah. we'll Hi. be right back with the Dirt Alert. The shoes are sold. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, what what do we got going on today? Oh, okay. okay. Well, you know, I think good for everybody that we're not going to be seeing a naked Robert Kraft in this video. So earlier today, Florida prosecutors reported that they said that they were going to release a pixelated video of Robert Kraft and other men. Of course, he, the owner of the New England Patriots and other men inside the Orchids of Asia Day Spa. They allegedly received illegal sexual services, but Kraft filed an emergency motion to block the release, and that has been honored. We will not be seeing the video. Half of Twitter was really sad about this. Half of Twitter was really excited about the pixelated memes that were going to come out. I'm sure he is very relieved. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. Now, a hearing has been set for later this month regarding this case. So, you know, for now... We don't have to see Is it this. in the public interest? Do we need to see no, it? I don't no, know. There's both sides can be argued. No. Yes. No, both process- sides can be argued. Remember how the NFL, they like to hold themselves to this big high standard. And then you've got this owner acting like a shady, shady, shady. Yes. Prosecutors in Florida were saying state law requires disclosure of this type of evidence when requested by the media, even uh-huh. though it includes explicit sexual images. Yeah. I mean, this is why we get all the Florida man stories for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. All the just, woo, the weird yeah. things happening. Said, this is a there. temporary reprieve. We're going to be able to see this. I don't want to. You don't have to. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days In, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Click. 
I will click for us. Lori, remember when you... Oh, jeez. Remember when I looked at the Hulk Hogan? Yes. And the Bubba the Love, love Sponge? Yes. That whole oh, Lori clicks on everything. I'll click on everything. I feel like <laughs> our computers here don't let us click as much no, as they used to. No, I don't to. like clicking on like, bottle, bottle, you know, like the pimple. I don't See, like, I like any of that See, I like the pimple popper. Stuff. Yeah, none of that. Well, you know, you even each other out, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We are two halves that equal one. Thank you, mm-hmm. the yin and the we yang. Are. All right, let's talk about uh, Lori Laughlin and People Magazine. And the way that her people, oh my goodness, this is a role of a lifetime for Lori Laughlin. She is on the cover of the latest issue of People magazine. They're calling it a fall from grace for Lori Laughlin. The latest coverage of Lori Laughlin and the college cheating scandal in People magazine is that, according to a source, USC became Lori's obsession. This was the school she wanted her girls to attend and that Lori was always very impressed when she met a parent who got their child into a prestigious school. And apparently USC was the one for Lori. She said she this was the school that she wanted her girls to attend. And allegedly, this was all because Lori was trying to keep up with the Joneses of her Bel Air neighborhood. She said the source says that they Lori and Massimo Giannulli, her husband, were wealthy and successful, live in a gorgeous Bel Air mansion, and their daughters are beautiful, but they're also surrounded by families who are even wealthier. Okay, well, but, but okay, I'll just say this. In reading this, people, it feels to me, though, like Lori and Massimo have issues. Ran to People magazine because the other story that they've got uh, spinning with their sources is that they they resent how the case is being played out in the public eye, and they are outraged that people are calling them cheaters. Yes. But did you hear the key line in there? How other, uh, they were um, curious how other neighbors got their kids in there. Mm-hmm. You don't get your kids in there. They earn being in there. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I it, mean, just saying, how'd you and get your kid other, in there? The other um, quote, I'm sorry. The, Mike, other, the other quote, yeah. though, is this such a shame. This really is a family matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the feds are involved it's with no the longer. charges, yeah. it's not a family I matter. I feel like. No, they're playing it all wrong. They have gambled they, on the wrong have, strategy. Since the beginning. Yep. Since the beginning. She got her best acting job and she has failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and to speak to the coverage, because we're reading from two different articles, Lori, that there are countless articles about Lori Laughlin and the college cheating scandal. When you click on people.com, there's a special subheading for the college cheating scandal, which the main photo, the little uh, key photo is, is Lori Laughlin yeah. and her two daughters. Yeah. I mean, Felicity Hoffman has, as far as I'm concerned, well, whoever she, yep. her PR people, her lawyer, I just think that her, the law firm that she and her husband hired saw dollar signs and said, we can get you off of this. And they, I don't think Lori Laughlin's real bright. Uh, well, maybe not. I mean, we, th- that's I what think I'm judging. We might've known that when she walked across the table to smiling. introduce herself to the prosecuting attorney, something I've never even seen in a bad Hollywood movie. No. No. It's not done because it's like, I mean. It, well, it's tacky. tacky. I mean, just at the bare yeah. minimum, yeah. Yeah. the optics are tacky. What day is it? Oh, Wednesday. Okay. Excuse Jeez. me. Good to know. Hump day today. Um, let's talk about this free Britney thing, the hashtag free Britney, and why people are saying Britney Spears is being held against her will in a mental health facility. Ah, now, what if, is going on? If you looked on the talk today, the ladies at the talk we're discussing this topic. Eve was wearing a T-shirt that said hashtag free Britney on it. This all comes from a podcast of Britney's Graham. This is a podcast that is about Britney Spears' Instagram account. And they had a very special episode today 
titled hashtag free Britney. The reason they had this very special emergency episode is because they received Who they, is they? the host of the podcast, Barbara Gray and Tess okay. Barker. So okay. they host the podcast and they received a voicemail in early April from an anonymous person who claimed that they used to work on Britney Spears's legal team. And they said that this is the story, the real reason why Britney Spears canceled her Las Vegas show and is in a mental health facility. This is what they say. They said that Britney Spears was not taking her medication, which caused her father, Jamie Spears, to pull the support from her domination Las Vegas residency. The show was canceled in the first week of January. Spears announcing she was heartbroken, but had to take the time for her father's deteriorating health. However, the voicemail says that's not the case. The case was is that Jamie Spears made a deal with Britney Spears. He said, we're canceling the show. You can say that it's because of my failing health, not because you're not taking the medication that has been prescribed to you or the medication that has been said as an alternate for you. So I don't understand why this is. Wait a second, though, because we do know and we know for a fact from personal experience that when people are bipolar, they don't take their medicine. Sometimes they they will stop because they just stop because they feel like they've done. They don't need it or they don't like how they feel. And they just will just stop. stop. And then everything spins out of control. That's and that's what so her dad said. We're not going out on tour because you got to get back in control. Yeah. Why are they saying free Britney? Because they're saying that she's been in this mental health facility for much longer than we've been led to believe. She hasn't been seen since January. Okay, by paparazzi or anything like that. No instas since January. Yeah, and Jamie Lynn Spears, excuse me, her mother liked. A post by Free Britney using the hashtag discussing this. So using Instagram, Lynn Spears, her mother, communicating that she's supporting well, here's, this Free yeah, Britney movement. Britney's mom did like, it's like something you can grab, like, you know, like from a biblical thing or a godly, a faith base. Sure. And it just got a, a cartoon, not a cartoon, but a etching of someone on their knees. When God warriors go down on their knees, the battle is over. It's It has just begun. And she called it, this is faith. And someone wrote underneath that really hope you're trying supporting Brittany to end this conservatorship. I hope your alien ex-husband isn't keeping her against your will. And she liked that comment. Stop. So between that and, and this and the, and know, her other manager quitting all of a sudden. the and, other, yeah. No, the conservator quit the, all that's of a sudden I mean. like two months ago. He Disagreeing like, yeah. with maybe yeah. the dad. And, and, yes. and according to the podcast, what they're saying is that that attorney was a... F- and then there was a scandal. Vintage. All right, today's vintage scandal is brought to you on behalf of um, what did what did the lady call us? Murder she wrote. No, that too. Um, Yeah, Angela Fletcher, (laughs) Jessica Fletcher. Fletcher. We're going to talk about Angela Lansbury, and this came up, Lori, last week when you were gone, and about some of the things that happened when she was raising her children. So, Angela Lansbury, just to give you a quick history, she was born in England. Okay, and but people really do know her from Murder, She Wrote. Absolutely, That's but you also know her from um, Manchurian, many movies. Manchurian Candidate. That okay. was like... She I, was bad. Right. Yes. I mean, okay. bad person. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to tell you about Dame Angela Bridget Lansbury, born 
in March six on March sixteenth, nineteen twenty five, and still acting today. Mm-hmm. She's ninety something. She's won five Tony Awards, six Golden Globes, nominated for two Best Supporting Oscar awards. Never won them. I never think of her as being having any kind of scandal. Well, this is right. Yeah. It's so weird. So, at nine years old, a big defining moment was her dad died. And um, her mom remarried. They moved to another area, but she kind of dealt with her grief about her dad through acting and watching movies and listening to music and playing piano and all that kind of stuff. They moved to America. The mom did. She was an Irish actress. They moved to New York City and then to L.A. Um, They her mom and her worked jobs. She had three brothers and herself and her mom, they all lived in it. She worked at Bullock's Wilshire. Oh, yeah. Isn't that funny? And then some MGM casting agent saw her, and she was cast at 17 in Gaslight. Oh, yeah, that's right. And she got an Oscar nom yeah. for that. At 17? At 17 wow. years old. And then they, she was so great in that, apparently MGM put her on her contract. She made fi- a lot of money, $500 a week for a seven-year contract. She had the next, she was in a movie the next year. She ended up marrying this guy at 19, 15 years, her senior, Richard Cromwell. They were married one year. He was gay. Again, a 30-something-year-old with a teenager. Um, He wrote at the end of it, you know, I can't do it, sorry. So he married her because he needed a beard. Yep, totally. And And didn't tell her. And didn't tell her. Mm -hmm. Then she went on several years later and married her agent manager, Peter Shaw, who was also an English actor. Oh, no. No, it lasted 53 years. Oh, it did. He died in 2003. I thought that was going to be the scandal. He took all her money No, not at all. So she, um, she, after she had this great start, started, because she wasn't a beautiful woman, she was a, a lovely looking woman but she wasn't just like drop dead gorgeous right um she would always kind of be cast as a matronly person but she played elizabeth taylor's um older sister in national velvet and they had a lifelong friendship elizabeth taylor and angela lansbury i like that i like knowing that and she was making some movies you know blah 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 she did Blue Hawaii with Elvis Presley. Really? She played the mom. She played the mom. She agreed because she was desperate. And how old was she? Was she just like a few years older than Elvis or something? Pretty much. Pretty much. And then when she married this, this dude named Peter Shaw, he had just broken up with Joan Crawford. Mm -hmm. So, um, he had, he was a divorcee. She was a divorcee. They tried to get married in the church of England. They wouldn't marry him. So they figured out a different way. So she's taking jobs and role and then was cast in MAME. MAME, you know, the Broadway show that turned into a movie with Rosalind Russell. Mm -hmm. But then another movie was being made after um, Angela Lansbury played her. And MAME was such a big darn deal that it it had a huge gay following Mm -hmm. when it came out. Um, she's just, if you haven't seen Mame, you'll see why she's just an over the top flamboyant auntie Mame. Fantastic. 21 different costume changes, blah, 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 blah. Um, many an auntie has fashioned herself after being an auntie Mame type of aunt. It's just one of the best shows ever. So she had two kids with Peter. Okay. And it's in the sixties. She lived in Malibu. She when she first moved from England to New York to L.A., they lived in Laurel Canyon. Then she moved her kids with um, Peter Shaw to Malibu and she's kind of getting parts and doing parts. She never wanted to work after she had kids, but she got parts and needed to keep working to Mm -hmm. keep paying for the family. Well, her kids got in with a bad crowd. Her son 
started doing heroin and cocaine, cocaine and heroin. And he, his name was Anthony and her, the daughter got involved with the man, Charles Manson. Oh, mm-hmm. and so she was, she went to the farm. She w- said he was so charismatic. He, they became involved with the counterculture using recreational drugs Anthony became addicted to cocaine and heroin and had an overdose in 1970, was in a coma, and um, she ended up... And was up, he, like, just a young man? Like, yes, they were both young. Like early teens. Te- yes, teens, teens. Late teens. At 15. 15. And the drugs were as common as bubblegum, she said. It's true. Um, while she was starring in Mame on Broadway, her children went to drug treatment centers and psychiatrist offices, and then in 1970, when her son nearly died of the overdose... And a fire destroyed their home. A brush fire destroyed their home in Malibu. She took these as omens, bought a home in Ireland where her mother was fun from a drug free area. And they moved the kids and they moved over to Ireland. She took them away from it all. They got off the drugs. Oh, wow. Everything happened. Even the fact that her kids found like a treatment place in 1970 is pretty unusual. Well, Hazelden has been around for a long time. What, but since 1970, that early? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. All right, but just not Betty as... Betty Ford was established, I think, in 72 or 4 or something. Yeah. They've been around. Okay. Um, But she told her, you know, when she went there, her daughter, she told her daughter, let's start painting. She was gardening. Her son, she put to work renovating the house in Ireland. They t- went on sightseeing trips. She took time off from everything to rehab her kids, basically, yeah. and save them. And then... And um, moved him from Malibu because right. it was probably just like you couldn't have. Yeah, you, they were with and the it bad been car, crowd, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just too much for her. So when they were casting and making the film adaptation of Mame, the second one, she thought she'd be cast, but no, they cast Lucille Ball. Oh, she was devastated. Right. She was devastated, but it was that. a good time for her to go and take care of her kids. Mm. Things that she turned down, she turned down the role of Nurse Ratchet. In One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and another one. Um, She, one of her quotes, because everyone, she really, her heydays was in her 60s and 70s. She's the voice in Beauty and the Beast of the teapot. Um, You will hear her singing songs, but she went on to create this character, Jessica Fletcher. Fletcher and Murder, she wrote. Which had eight Emmy nominations, no wins. Originally, CBS for Murder, she wrote, which was a Sunday night program. Wanted Jean Stapleton to play the role. She turned it down. Then they went to Doris Day. She turned it down and Jessica Fletcher got it. She ended up being the executive producer. Her son, Anthony, actually directed um, like a hundred and something, 68 episodes. He became the director. They EVP'd it. They moved it to New York to keep it fresh. She was a teacher then Mm -hmm. um, teaching, you know, criminal law or something. Mm -hmm. But then what happened this is the big thing. Uh, the show moved, um, becoming, she loved it. It was a Sunday night institution. And the show's rating improved in the early 90s. It was a top five program. However, CBS executives, oh boy, hoping to gain a larger audience, decided to move it to Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Opposite oh. what show on NBC? Friends. The new sitcom Friends. Angela was so angry at the mm. move, believing it ignored their core audience, which was... Middle-aged people yes, and older sure, people and on a also, Sunday night. Sunday night is oh, that is like if you got a show that's a hit on a Sunday yep. night, you don't mess no, with it. No, you don't no. see HBO no. moving in Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, yeah. Sunday night yeah. is mm-hmm. a night. Yeah. In the final cool. episode that aired, oh boy, um, 
She voiced goodbye from Jessica, message at the end, but a reporter for the New York Post said the title of the show's last episode, Death by Demographics, in itself was something of a protest. I wonder if Les Moonves was uh, in charge of that decision if he was around then. No, can't you just see him say that? Yeah. We need somebody younger Well, here it is. So Murder, She Wrote is partly the victim of commercial television's mad youth mania. Mm -hmm. At the time, it was the... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Longest running detective drama series in history. The role would be um, the most prominent and successful of her career. Of her career. Um, let's see what else happened. She was madly in love with her husband. They had a great marriage. Oh, they both knew that they were in it to win it forever. And um, she just really is a great person. She's been on Broadway forever. Isn't and- she coming back on Broadway? That's why she's, I think, think doing some interviews. She is going to be on Broadway Broadway playing a part she's played before. Mm. I can't remember what it is, but her favorite author, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Mm. Her favorite Mm. TV shows at the time, um, Roseanne and Seinfeld. (laughs) She was an avid letter writer, and her letters are now at the Boston University. And you can find like a eulogy. Please speak of her in the present. I know it. (laughs) And she had neck surgery to keep it from broadening. Yes. Which we still haven't figured out, but she didn't have any plastic surgery. It has to do with the musculature around your neck, and it just starts to, it's it's age-related, and it just can't hold its shape anymore, and it looks broader than it. So what is the place she's going to be at? Try to find that. She's going to be it's everywhere because she's doing Hazelden. By the way, Julia started in 1949. Yeah, I knew it's been around I had forever. No idea. Yeah, it's Why been didn't a- Elvis get there. Damn it! I don't know. Say, so you talked about how she was cast as a as a as the mother type yep. a lot in the movie The Original Manchurian Candidate. Her son, played by Lawrence Harvey, in real life, even though she played his mother, they were only two three, years apart. Three, yeah. yeah, three okay. years apart. Yep. yep, and they cast him as her mother. She was she was taking care of her family at seventeen. Oh, you know she was the primary breadwinner, and she loved being a homemaker. Mm. She didn't like she liked to play tennis, play the piano. She's lovely. Yeah. She's still alive, and according to my grandma Julia, everything. Then, my grandma Julia oh, yeah. loved her. She's everything. She could do everything. She could sing. She could dance. She All could right. Act. Well, we'll tell you when we come back because oh, Blythe Spirit, I think, is what she's oh, in the No okay. Coward no play coward, yeah. okay. on yeah. Broadway. She's mm. played the part before, and, and she's so coming she's back. doing a run this spring on Broadway. Got it. Thank so, you. All right. Listen, when we come back, our favorite headline of the day. Hey everybody, happy, happy Wednesday, even though 
You know, did people enjoy my haiku? I'm going to just see if anyone, anyone retweeted it. Um, oh my I've God, Lori, you're it. so funny. I just want to see. Yeah, no one cares about my. No, my no bad. Oh no, full full nails. Thank you. One person retweeted. Oh my gosh. The rainy dark sky blossoming from the clouds, making all the grass green. That was my. 30-second impromptu haiku for haiku It's a day. National Haiku Day. Yeah. And I just want to tell you about... And I feel like your Aunt Marlene would be proud of me for making an attempt at poetry since she was a woman... Poetry who in loves motion. She Mary did. Oliver. She did. Listen, and we talked about your, uh, you were upset that the bats are dying. Yes. We got an email on this. It's, it's very distressing. Apparently, it's some disease. It's, it's a fungus. It's a fungus that comes through their nose. It's the nose syndrome. It's called white nose syndrome. It started in New England and it's spreading it's west. Spreading. Killing it's, thousands of bats. The fungus gets in their respiratory system and kills them. Yeah. There's no human threat. No, and it's in the caves. And, yes. I mean, bats exactly. are a key part of our ecosystem. Yes, they are. We need them because they eat the mosquitoes yeah. and they do a lot of other things. Yeah. They fly into your house sometimes and scare the crap out of you. Yeah. Which happened to me once. I thought it was going to die. Know it. Purpose, so. Anyway, so I'm glad someone liked my my made up uh, haiku, and also David out in Twitterverse said, "Not sure what triggered the love fest for Angela Lansbury, oh. but you are right. She is an amazing woman. She will always be the best Mrs. Lovett in Sondheim's Sweeney yes, Todd. Yes, she was. Oh, that was yes. another thing she starred in. Yes, yes yeah. the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. That's right. Remember when Johnny <laughs> Depp was in that? Yes. Yeah. In that movie adaptation, oh I don't God. know if it did well or not. Probably, oh, yeah, very dark. You know, but she really, she's been around a long time. How? Yeah. 1925. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and she says yeah. she has to take care of herself. You know, she eats healthy and she's she uh, credits people in her age group like the woman that was on... Um, I can't think of her name right now, but she was on Downton Abbey, you know, the woman that we love. Maggie Smith. Maggie, Maggie Smith. Smith. Yeah. And she says, we didn't have plastic surgery, our group of people. We age, but the broadening of the neck, like Donnie said, it is more of a plastic surgery type of thing that you, you know, until I get my neck zipper, mm-hmm. the FDA to <laughs> yeah. approve it. Yeah. The neck is something that goes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Nora Ephron, yeah. I love everything about myself and my neck. Yeah. And you just can't control it. And it's just called mm-hmm. life. That's yeah. right. Okay, here's our favorite headline today. Halle Berry, you know, she's really embraced Instagram. And so last night, her Instagram was this. Her in her kitchen with a denim jean jacket on, no top, probably some of the best boobs in town. And it's it's, it's captioned, looking for a late night snack. And I thought, you're looking like a late night snack lady. Is she not getting laid? Is she going out there like what happened to Charlize Theron and said, no one asked me out and no, suddenly everyone's asking her out I think her, her social media person has told her, you're 52 years old. We just saw your back with a huge vine on it. Your inspiration, you're going to be in John Wick 3. You want to keep getting people now that you've Instagram it. Go ahead and use what the one of the things that you have, which is your beauty. And she worked out hard. She trained hard, hard for John hard. Wick. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. Boy, Twitter lost their mind over Keanu Reeves, that GQ. Oh. Just the pictures of him and everything. I mean, we could snack on that for days. They're both a couple of late night snacks, as far as I'm concerned. Julia. Is it midnight? 
Huh? I feel like it's midnight. Why are you so tired? Why was up early at the deal? Yeah, I bet. Okay, I got to ask Donnie about this. The adaptation of Stephen and Owen King's Sleeping Beauties Mm -hmm. novel is in the works at AMC. Great book. He wrote this with his son. Yeah. Stephen King. Owen King is Stephen King's son. So it's an adaptation of of Sleeping Beauty? Of a novel. It tells us. No, no, it's not that Sleeping Beauty. Oh, all right. I got thrown off. (laughs) Sleeping Beauties. And I remember hearing about when this book came out. It tells the story of a sleeping sickness that affects only women and begins to spread around the world. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We, I do remember this. We heard about this. So that is coming to AMC. And I think that is. I love the book. Yeah. could you Don't, see it? I can't see it. And but can the, you see it as an adaptation? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like a absolutely. night I'll tell you this. Don't wake them up. Yeah, okay. Well, there's a lot of people who should. Now I want to read this book, damn it. Yeah, it's really Okay, good. but we are, what's the book we're reading by Lorna Landvik right now? Uh, Memories of a Radical Hag. It, yes. It's, it's one of my favorites. So good. I don't want it to end. I think it's the best book Lorna Landvik has ever written. And that's saying a lot because she's written she's, a lot of good books. She's on Friday. I, I don't want this book to... It's delicious. The Chronicles it of a Radical. Chronicles, Chronicles of Saint yeah. With I recipes. even made one yeah. of the recipes, Laura. Yeah. Last weekend. because You she, did. And it says Chronicles of an Angry Hig. Radical with, Hig. Radical Hig. And then in small part, with recipes. Mm-hmm. So she peppers in recipes throughout it. And I made the almond crescent cookies. Yeah. I made them over the weekend. I was just so inspired. Yeah. I'm reading the book and I'm like, I can make those. It takes five ingredients. Where, where, you didn't bring them in? No. 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 You never bring them in. I know. Lori oh, brings it in. I, bring, I did bring, I bring in. I brought in my Christmas cookies <laughs> That's and I it. brought in other things. That's it. Wow. That's the only time. <laughs> you really <Okay>. need to <laughs> step up your baked good game. I gave it to my... I, I, I haven't <laughs> given it to you No, you know what guys. it is, Donnie? If it's put it in the back of your car. I do. So yeah. it makes it here. It, yeah, otherwise, nice. Donnie and I... Because yeah. there's always accidents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Donnie, is it going to be sunny tomorrow? Uh, No. Are you? It's not going to rain, though. But it's going to be. It's going to be it's sunny not this weekend. This weekend, seventy. It's not Beautiful. raining tomorrow, is it? Uh, it might. Yes. Yeah, Fine. Well, with that, cheers, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Have a good night.